Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here, Relevance for Today Ministry. Man, 2022 is almost over. In fact, I'm filming this in Dallas, Texas. It is the 30th of December, 2022. Looking forward to 2023. A lot going on, folks. I know many of you had a little bit of a rough year in 2022. A lot going on. But you know what? No matter what, Jesus Christ is on the throne. No matter what, John 3.16 stands true through everything. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And verse 316, but not only that one, but how about John 317? For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Amen? Yes. Important key verses right there. As we step into 2023, I want to encourage you all. One of the things I want to encourage you all is Matthew 6:33. Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Talking about the basics, talking about fresh air, your lungs being able to breathe in fresh air, your heart beating on its own without you even thinking about controlling it. Little things like that. You know, don't worry about tomorrow because there's enough worries for today. We get focused on everything that's going on. Anxiety builds up. Hey, we all know about anxiety. I know about it personally. It's easy to get caught up in these different things. But if we focus, first, let go. Second, let God. Make sense? Because the word even says, if you chase after God, he will chase after you, right? chase after him. What does that mean? That means getting in the word daily. I can't stress that enough. No matter what, it's on you. It's on me. The responsibility of picking up the word daily and getting into what God's word says. We can spend so much time on our phones, raising my hand, one finger pointed at you, three pointed back at me for the simple fact that it's easy to get on me and my son send photo vi videos back and forth, funny videos back and forth, and we get to laughing. And before you know it, you've watched 20 videos, and they might only be 30 seconds long or whatever, but the time in between to find the next funny video, the time of just sitting there laughing and laughing and laughing and re-watching, and before you know it, 30 minutes, one hour, two hours is gone. Is there anything wrong with that? No, but at the same time, how much of that time are you spending in your day with the Lord? It, uh, I don't know what the statistics are now, but I was reading the other day and doing some studying and uh, doing some research online, and one of the statistics was I think 19% of all Christians actually read their Bible. 19%. Oh my word, that's scary. That means 81%, right? 81% of all Christians don't pick up their own Bible and read out of it. That is scary. But when it comes to our jobs, whatever job you may have, right? 
when I was in the Air Force, we had to do yearly trainings, quarterly trainings, even barb and nursing. They had to be up on their regs and all that stuff daily. You had to know what you were doing. So how do we know what we're doing as followers of Jesus Christ? Get in the word. Get in the word. Really important. And I say that because I think of the Pauline writings. Some may say, you know, read the New Testament. I was reading something the other day, listening to a video the other day. They were talking about, you know what, honestly, it's not the old and the new. It's the entire Bible. All together as one. Because as you know, if you read your word, you'll notice Jesus is in the old and in the new. Some will say the Old Testament is Christ concealed. The New Testament is Christ revealed. As you go through, you'll see types of Christ in the Old Testament. And basically that means pictures of Jesus Christ through the different individuals that were in the word. And then of course, Christ comes recorded in the New Testament, the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, powerful. If you have not taken the time to read those, make sure you read those folks. I can't encourage you enough. And you're going to find out that I'm going to be encouraging more. I'm going to be doing more encouraging into people getting in the word, into rallying up the troops, getting the boots to the ground, grabbing your military backpack. Let's get going for Christ. Because as you may not realize, and some of you do realize, why is it that it's so easy for the world to pick on Christians? But you don't hear them picking on Buddha. You don't hear them picking on Muhammad and all these other ones. But when it comes to Jesus Christ, they'll put him down. They'll drag him through the mud. They drag Christians through the mud and the whole nine yards. It's the way of the world. Satan, the prince of this earth, is out to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to kill the word. He wants to destroy the word of God so that we don't even get it in here. And the way things are going, I mean, if 18, 19% of us are reading the word, whatever he's doing is working, obviously, because people aren't even picking up the word of God and reading it. We're saying we're Christians as a title, but are we actually living as Christians? Are we living a Christ-like life? No, it doesn't mean you're going to be absolutely perfect, but what it does mean is you're going to strive every day. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way, right? Those verses, getting those in here in your spirit, man, building that up daily. When you get up and you see people, you say, you know what? I'm having compassion for these people. I love that person over there. I love that individual. Even if they don't know me, I'm going to show them love. They're going to look at me and say, you know what, there's something about that guy. And I've talked about that many times before, but you know what, we have to talk about these things. We've got to get these things out there and spread out. Facebook tried to take down over 50 of my videos, Christian videos, sharing the word of God, sharing hope, sharing love, sharing Christ-like living. And they pretty much said that my videos didn't go along with their community. So then I have to go in and say, yes, it does. And then they come back and say, well, due to COVID, there's not enough workers. So we'll try to get to your shows when we can. But it's another attack on the body of Christ. The last thing the enemy wants is for the word of Jesus Christ to get spread out all around the world. Make sense? The cool part is it's not only a video. 
on Facebook, it's actually a TV show. So Relevance for today, as many of you know, is an actual TV show, which is on kingdomcommunity.tv. Very excited about that. And also now Kingdom Community has a radio channel. Yes. So Kingdom Community TV has a radio channel. You can get to us on Kingdom Community, all one word, dot TV. And you go in there and don't just look for Steve Lewis. There's many great ministers, many great ministries out there. Glenn Blakeney, the founder of the whole ministry, he's got some great interviews and things like that with his apostolic calling. You've got all these different wonderful ministers and ministries out there from England, Africa, Australia, United States, Canada. You name it, we're all over the world. We're spreading the word of God. We're teaching, we're equipping the saints, and we love doing it. And the cool part is, no one can put their hand around our throats and around our mouths and stop us from sharing that good news. So if you get tired, even if you don't get tired of searching through channels, go to kingdomcommunity.tv and you'll see all our shows there. We have live streaming. You can listen to the radio, so it'll be in podcast form. You can watch the TV shows just like this right here. And we really hope you'll get in there and do that, but also do us a favor and help us spread the word as well. The more people that get out there and help us by spreading the word, the more encouraging it is for us. The more we can get the word out there about our shows, the more we can share the love of Jesus Christ to others. So it's a great tool by you helping us because 90% of the content's free. So you can help us by doing your part, by helping share and spread the word, spread the shows, all that good stuff. Thank you for that. So in 2023, we're coming up in a time where the world's changing fast. You see it. The world's changing fast. Church buildings are closing. Pastors are stepping down from the pulpit by the thousands. But you know what? We need to uplift pastors. We need to uplift leaders. We need to uplift our Christian brothers and sisters, period. It's not just one person. Those of you who believe in the fivefold ministry, we need to uplift the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists. Lift them up. Pray for them. They need it, folks. Because when we're out here sharing the gospel, sometimes it feels like we're out here alone. You know, rejection comes. You know, we get out here, we talk about the love of Jesus Christ, and then someone will try to rebut it, and you have to stay focused and show love. People are out there sharing the gospel. People are dumping drinks on them heckling them in the crowd but if they were out there talking about aborting babies there'd be thousands of people standing around them cheering holding signs my body my choice when it's really not your body the baby's inside your body and has a separate body but that's the spill that I've talked about many times before but at the end of the day it comes down to what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right if you're all about killing the unborn child there'll be a platform for you if you're all about saving a child, you're going to get bashed for wanting to save a child and you're going to be told it's not your right to stand up for someone who's not born yet because it's not your body. <laughs> yes, there's times, there's been situations where people have had abortions where they wish they had never done that. We pray for them for healing and restoration of their mind and their body. There's compassion involved here. But at the same time, I'm the guy who joined the Air Force years ago, went to the Gulf War and I went and served the country for everybody. I don't care what color you were, 
sexual preference, whatever was going on in your life at that time, it didn't make a difference. I joined the Air Force to protect the people of the United States. To serve and protect, that's what we did. We went to the Gulf War. We did all that because we love our nation. We love the people of our nation. We didn't sit back and pick and choose, well, I'm not gonna go because I don't like this one, I don't like that one, no. We volunteered, we served, we're still serving in different capacities. Like I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, veterans, many veterans will volunteer to serve their country for their fellow mankind, then they get out of the service, and then they still serve, which I ran a food pantry for 13 years. And it was because of my upbringing to have compassion for my fellow man because of the Word of God, because of the Bible, because of Jesus Christ, because of God sending His Son down to this earth to be a sacrifice for all of us for our sins. I did what I did because I was raised to love others. And I've talked about that before. You know, my father was raised in the South. He went through hell and back. He's seen it all. He's seen real racism, not this fake stuff they throw out because they see one situation and they pretty much go, oh, he's a racist. Why is he a racist? Because the agenda wants to make him a racist. You know, that's how things work these days. Back in the day, people were being killed by the hundreds. You couldn't drink out of certain water fountains. You couldn't eat in certain restaurants. You couldn't do all these things. But guess what? My grandmother raised my father to love because the Bible said so. And because of that, when my father grew up and left home and went into the military, he carried those same seeds that his mother planted in him to love his neighbor as himself, to focus on God. He stayed in the Word. He prayed. He listened to God. He listened to the Holy Spirit speaking to him. And because of that, he raised us to love our neighbor as ourself. And so that commandment from Jesus kept going. And remember those two commandments. The first commandment, love your, the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. That's what he taught us how to do. And because he taught us how to do that, we too end up showing love for everybody. But we still stand on the word of God. Because... Jesus Christ is the only way. He is the way to the Father. He is the only way to be saved from a life of sin and eternal life in hell. And remember when we talk about hell, hell was not created for man. We choose to go there by not believing in Jesus Christ. That's how that happens. And you know, I'm doing a study right now on evangelism and uh, it's neat because you learn different ways to share the gospel. You learn how to love others, but at the same time, you don't want to love them to death. You want to love them to life. You can't just sit there and say, hey, do whatever you want. I love you. I appreciate you. When you know they're going down a path of hell. But you can say, hey, listen, I was a sinner saved by grace now. I lied, stole, cheated. You know, all these different things. You can list off many things. Committed adultery. All these different things that are in the Bible and the Ten Commandments. Didn't love the Lord. Didn't keep God first. Whatever it might be in those list of things. And then you sit back and you say, okay, have you committed any of those? 
Well, yeah, I may have lied a couple times. You ever stole anything? Yeah, when I was a kid, I think I stole a pack of gum or something like that. So by your own mouth, you confess that you're a liar and a thief. And if you hold those up to the Ten Commandments, you're a sinner destined to hell. And then it's like, holy, I never looked at it that way. And it's like, yeah, because when we just present Jesus Christ loving you and wonderful flowers and roses, and you just take for granted. But when you are told about sin, and then you're looking at sin in your own life, now you see where you're guilty. Now I saw where Steve Lewis was guilty. Now you realize, oh my gosh, by my own doing, I'm going to hell. Unless I ask Jesus Christ into my life to be my Savior and Lord. And I follow after him and I live for him. And I love my neighbor and I love God and keep him first. That's what happened. So once you see, oh shoot, I'm a liar, I'm a thief. You know, whatever it might be. Then you're like, I need a Savior, I need help. Help me. Just like in the book of Acts. You know, when Peter was preaching to the 3,000 and the 5,000, they're sitting back listening to him preach. And all of a sudden they're like, brother, what what must we do to be saved? And they're like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. You want to be saved? Repent and turn to Christ. Or in other scripture, it'll say, turn to Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and you will be saved. But the end result is realizing you're a sinner realizing you need a savior and then doing something about it and it doesn't have to be in this big huge setting it doesn't have to be where thousands of people are sitting there and all of a sudden you're like i repent of my sins you know it can be as simple as you sitting in your home listening to this message right now steve you just said something that i never thought about i'm a drunkard you know i'm not just having an occasional drink doesn't say anything in the word about having an occasional drink, have a glass of wine, have a beer. But what it does say is don't be a drunk. Because remember, when you drink too much, think about it. It happened to me when I was younger. When you drink too much, you are now under the influence of a different spirit. Why do you think some call alcohol spirits? Why do you act differently when you're drunk? You don't even remember half the stuff you're doing because you're under the influence of something else other than the Holy Spirit. Think about all the stories. Man, that was crazy. You climbed up on top of this building and you jumped off. Why the heck did you jump off of a building? Why did that person die when they were drinking and driving? Why did that person die when they jumped off of that high area knowing in their right mind if they were sober, they never would have done it? Because Satan is out to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants us dead because God created us. We're God's creation. God created male and female in the word of God. It's written. God created them male and female. He wants to destroy that. He wants to tell us there's all kinds of different sexes and races and whatnot. There's one race. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Steve. Where are you going with this? There's one race. The human race. Right? You look back and you say, what would God have done? differently to keep us all from acting so crazy over the color of our skin, the protectant that protects our organs on the inside of our body. Would he have made us all the same color? 
Then he would have had to make our eyes the same color. Then he would have had to make our hair the same color or just shave it all or not even let us have any hair follicles on our head. So we all would have looked alike, would have looked like zombies walking around everywhere. But we still would have found something to pick on each other and separate it from each other. And that would have been because the enemy's goal was to steal, kill, and destroy. Back in the day, the Tower of Babel, people united, but in the wrong way. And God had to scatter them because they were trying to build a tower as big as they could to reach God. They wanted to conquer and take over. But now as Christians, we're all separated with denominations. But what if as the body of Christ, as Christians, whether you're Baptist, Pentecostal, whatever it might be, Presbyterian, there's over 3,000 denominations, folks. But what if we could drop the denominations? What if we could all take a test? And all it said on this test was, do you believe that God sent his son down as a sin offering to save us? To die on the cross, to be raised from the dead, to defeat death, to go be with the Father again, and for the Holy Spirit to come back and dwell within man like in the beginning with Adam and Eve. What if we all could agree on that? What if we all could agree on the two most important commandments? Love the Lord your God, love your neighbor as yourself. What if we could agree on those two? Remember, I've done it before in shows. If we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, then we'll honor God. We'll have no replacements for God, right? If we love our neighbor as ourselves, we won't steal, kill, destroy. We won't commit adultery. We won't covet each other's stuff. Those two cover all the commandments. So what if we agreed on that as well? And what if we said, hey, we need to take care of folks. Yes, we cannot get to heaven through works, but we can through Jesus Christ. He is the only way, period. He is the only way. Jesus Christ sent down to restore mankind's relationship so the Holy Spirit could dwell back in a clean man, right? Holy Spirit can't dwell in a sinful man, but a Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can dwell in a cleaned up man who has Jesus Christ in his life. And the Holy Spirit is the helper, the comforter. He's the one that we rely on. When you hear someone say, God spoke to me last night, God gave me this, God sent this to me, God sent a message to me through this individual. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. Remember, God in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You can read about it in the Word. The Holy Spirit coming down on mankind, filling the men. So Peter became a powerful, mighty man of God. The Apostle Peter, the one who had faith to step off the boat when no one else did. The one who stuck his foot in his mouth sometimes when he wanted to build an altar for Jesus and Elijah and the gang up on the mountain in transfiguration. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit was within him. When Christ went to go be with the Father, man, and they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, bam, look out. What happened, right? Peter got out there. Let me tell you guys something about Jesus Christ. Let me tell you about what you did and persecuted him and didn't even know it was him. Now he is risen from the dead. Now he is seated with the right hand of the Father. Boom. What must we do to be saved, Peter? Right? And thousands came to Christ. Right then and there. Thousands. But they didn't just come to Christ. And that's something we're going to be working on in 2023. 
is we're gonna be working on discipleship. And not just 2023, because you might be listening to this in 2025. Whatever year you're listening to this in, discipleship, discipleship, discipleship is key. I'm gonna be doing a discipleship series, a real one. I did one before when I touched on some basics, but this time I'm gonna be sharing tools. I'm gonna be sharing teachings from other ministers. It's gonna be amazing because discipleship is where it's at. Learning how to be a Christ-like vessel, learning how to walk the walk instead of just talking the talk. But people will go, Christian. People will look over and say, hey, telling you, you need to hang around that guy. Not because he's rich and famous or anything like that. You need to hang around that guy because he has Christ in his life, but he is walking it out. Hang with him for a day. Watch what happens. Right? You'll get in the word. You'll see miracles, signs, and wonders happen. You'll see people being fed. You'll see people being blessed. Strangers will walk up to him and say, hey, I want to give you this because God told me to give you this. Whatever it might be, doors will open that you never thought possible. You know, it's just like when I went to visit my dad and hung out with him. It was amazing because people were blessed. Whether it was secretly, he secretly paid for somebody's water bill. And you may say, well, that was just a human thing. Was it? The Holy Spirit laid it on his heart that morning to be a blessing to help others. And he always prays, Lord, use me to be a blessing in someone's life. Hey, the Holy Spirit answered his prayer, right? He used him. And dad didn't hang on to that money like, no, it's mine. No, no, no. It's the Lord's. And you're using it the right way by blessing someone who will never know that dad was the one that blessed them. That's the cool part. I love doing stuff like that. The little secret hand of God moments where you just secretly say, hey, who needs help with their bills? Boom, here, put this towards it. Do not tell them it was me. Have a great day. Blessings to you all. God bless. Take care. Those type of things. You know, helping, he helped paid for a little girl's Christian school a semester, you know, little stuff like that where the grandmother's going to find out and be like, what? How did that person know that I needed it? Oh, wait, I've been praying for God to open up some doors of opportunity. And there's the door of opportunity. You just don't know folks. But when you're walking with the Lord, like my wife would say, you don't get bored. It's the truth. You learn how to get this. You get discipled properly to the point where you can walk out and work with someone and disciple them. But it's also that OJT. It's not just me talking to you and saying, yep, you do this, you do that. Read the book of Psalms, read Corinthians, read Colossians, read Galatians, learn how not to be stressed out, <clears throat> learn how to not grow weary in doing good. For one day you will receive a blessing. You know, it's not Matthew 6.33. Seek after the kingdom of God and everything's going to work out for you. Have a nice day. No, it's seek after the kingdom of God, but watch how we do it. Get in the word. Read the word. Study the word. It's great to memorize verses. I memorize some verses and some I have to turn to, but you know where they're at in the word of God. But at the same time, don't just be a reader of the word. Be a doer also, just as the word of God says. People need to see the fruit. Faith without works is dead, right? If you have faith in Jesus Christ and you say you're a follower of Jesus Christ, let me see it in you. No, not let me just hear it. Let me see it. You know, let me not see you walk past people and not say hi or be a blessing to the poor. There's so many poor people down here in Dallas, it's insane. And they're all over the United States, but you see them on every corner. You help the ones you can and the ones you can't, you just can't. You can only do but so much. 
but you, there's sometimes like Barb and I've ministered to people where we minister to this young lady. She didn't want to go home. She didn't get along with her mother. Her mother was raising her child. We ministered to her, gave her a few dollars. But what we really did for her was we prayed for her. Like Philip and, not Philip and James, but Peter and James, the gate called beautiful, right? They walked up, they saw the crippled man. He's begging for help, which he did every day, begging for alms. And they said, hey, silver and gold, we don't have, but what we do have in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. They stuck out their hand, helped the man get up, boom praise god sound good so hey i'm gonna wrap this up happy new year to you all bless new year we've got a lot going on a lot coming up let's make it happen let's get in the word and stay there let's stay focused let's team up and be the body of christ that we really need to be people need to see christ in all we do in this dying world they need to see jesus christ sound good let's pray Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message today. Thank you for all my listeners and watchers out there. I pray for them all for peace, comfort, restoration, salvation, not only for them, but also for their children, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren. We pray for all of our children that they'll come to know you in a greater way as their Savior and Lord. We pray for their salvation. We pray for their peace and comfort. We pray that they'll learn to follow you more than anything else. We just thank you for all these things. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning into the episode. Love and appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. Have a blessed new year. We've got work to do. we got boots to the ground time. Hey, God bless. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Peace.